A whole life policy can have significant cash value from the very start if it's been designed that way. Hello and welcome to the Durham Talents Channel. My name is Jesse Durham. For today's installment in our Myths, Mysteries, and Misconceptions series, we're going to be discussing when whole life insurance goes cash on cash, meaning that you have enough cash value built up in the policy to equate to the premiums that you've paid into the policy. Now let me say that plain Jane, vanilla, standard, ordinary life insurance that's not been structured for the infinite banking concept could take 10 years, 20 years, who knows, to have the same amount of cash value as premiums that have been paid into that whole life policy up to that time. But, and, and that's why it's so important that somebody who's looking to implement the infinite banking concept works with somebody who has implemented infinite banking in their own life as a private individual, as a consumer. So I read Nelson's book back in 2015 our first policy went in force by 2016 because I heard about Nelson's book, saw a presentation in the latter part of 2015. And we from the start, let me just tell you my own experience. We from the start, because we were getting an IBC style policy, we had a significant amount of cash value to use and leverage within our very first policy to, at this day and time we own six. But even from that very first policy, in its very first year, after 30 days of that policy being in force, 30 days, okay, now every individual contract may be different, okay, but I'm telling you my own experience. Within 30 days, my wife and I had made a policy loan because where we were is we had $10,000 worth, did I say 10? We had tens, we had tens of thousands of dollars, so it was about $50,000 worth of debt. Student loans, car note, credit cards, all kinds of stuff. We were that average All-American. We had some things that we needed to straighten out. We were able to use a significant amount of capital from our policy month one, year one. Okay, And I'd like to make a couple more clarifications. So we had some debt that we were ready to conquer. But before we conquered that debt, we decided to be the banker in that scenario in paying off those debts. So we didn't just want to pay off debts. We wanted to recapture the principal and the interest that had been going to those other folks. Okay, So with that being said, I'm personally debunking the myth. Okay, It's an outright lie that Whole life insurance can't have significant cash value or can't go dollar for dollar relatively quickly. Now, we'll talk more about that in a moment, but I'm saying year one month when we accessed a significant amount of cash value, begin beginning to pay off our debts. Okay, now looking back, I could also tell you this I could also tell you that if, if I were to be getting my first policy again, I probably would not have picked the company that I did, which is a big factor in, in looking at how to have a properly structured whole life policy with a mutual company that pays dividends. I probably would not have picked that particular company for that policy. Now, with that being said, ask me out of the six policies, which one is my favorite? It's the first one. Why? Because it's the oldest. It's the most efficient. It is with a great company. 
who appreciates infinite banking. And it's it's just got more and more efficient over time. So that oldest policy is my favorite policy because it's the most efficient. And we've done all kinds of things with that policy. So what are we going in on now? We're going in on our ninth year of owning that policy. Okay. Now that policy has allowed us to facilitate all kinds of things since paying off those tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt that we had, the student loans, the car note, all those different things. So we've used that policy every year from the time that it's been in force because it had a significant cash value from the start. Okay. Actually, for that particular structure, the majority, the lion's share of the premiums that we paid even from year one were leverageable from year one, which is pretty wild because that's allowed us to do lots of other things since then. Of course, we've used that policy for financing family vacations, business opportunities, all kinds of things, even since paying off all those debts that we had. So in addressing this myth, that a whole life policy can't have a significant cash value from the start or that it can't go dollar on dollar and be efficient until decades go by. It's just simply not the case. Now, when someone does think long range, as Nelson's first principle from his book, Becoming Your Own Baker, encourages us to do, that was Nelson's first principle was to think long range. Now, could you swing the pendulum the other way and have a policy so structured that it has a greater liquidity in earlier years, but will be at risk of being fragile later on? Yes, that is possible, meaning that too much of the premium may be going to the paid up additions rider and not enough to the base. If someone's not capitalizing a policy appropriately, properly for infinite banking long range, meaning over your whole lifetime, Pun always intended when I say that, by the way. Whole lifetime? <laughs> always intended. But sincerely, too, that is the case. That if you're implementing infinite banking for your lifetime because you want to be your own banker for the rest of your life and facilitate an intergenerational plan and change for a completely different paradigm, then you want to have a stable, strong, robust policy structure that's going to facilitate that for all of your policies. Okay, so you can have significant cash value from the start. It is possible to go dollar for dollar relatively quickly. Again, the more time you're wrapping your mind around, the better. But does that mean that that should happen 20 years in the future, 30 years in the future? Not necessarily. Should it happen four years in the future? Maybe not. Okay, so every policy should be structured for the individual is my philosophy. That's my approach is that and, and it's it's from Nash. Nash says in his book that you should be selecting a plan that's appropriate for you. And what I believe is that when you understand infinite making, you're not going to be wanting a policy that's structured to go uh, cash on cash in year three. And it's not going to be year 30 either. Okay, it's going to be a reasonable amount of time based off of your financial footprint, your goals, your aspirations. But it does happen and it happens quicker than you think. It happens quicker than you think, especially when you're using a policy for infinite banking. You're not just setting it and forgetting it. You're actually recapturing interest dollars that otherwise would have gone to other folks for the things that you're financing in your life that allows you to pay paid up additions for paid up additional insurance. Right. Right. 
And then that just increases the death benefit that increases the cash value because it's more premiums that you're paying that does make the cost basis uh, go up even higher, which is really cool. That, that, that is more premium dollars that you are paying to be sure, but it also you're recapturing interest and it's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful system. It's a beautiful entity for banking. It's the ideal asset for privatizing the banking in your life. No question about it. And let me share some more of my own start in when I was exposed to infinite banking the, the vetting and the research and the study that went into me implementing infinite banking in our life. So when I read Nelson's book and when I saw a presentation that introduced me to infinite banking, I already had whole life insurance, actually. And I had whole life insurance with a good mutual company, a good reputable mutual company. Now, I'd gotten those policies from a box store agent in a box store. It was the plain Jane vanilla. And once I knew what I did about banking, of course, I wanted infinite banking style policies. And I kept those policies for a time as we acquired infinite banking policies. We phased those policies out. And I want you to I want you to notice that because for lots of reasons. One reason, because I talk to folks every week and there will all often enough there will often enough be someone who will ask me, well Jesse, can I use this policy that I already have? I have this, I have that or the other. And it might be whole life, it might be universal, it might be who knows what it is. But they're thinking, well, okay, I've I've actually already got life insurance and I and I hear about this infinite banking concept in one way or another. Keep looking, keep reading, keep discovering. It's possible, it's very possible that you may have something that you keep. It's possible that you have something that you exchange, if that makes sense, if that situation fits. It's possible that you may get infinite banking style policies and then phase out prior products that you had. That's my personal experience. So what I'm saying here, I'm going to share some more of my experience again, because I talk with folks about moving forward with implementing infinite banking. And we start with what they already have, of course. And then the other reason why I would address this and share more of my own story is for the detractors to whole life insurance that just they don't know what they don't know. All right. Or perhaps it it may be the case that folks don't know what they don't know. That certainly is the case for many. But Nash would also say that most folks understanding about whole life insurance is based off of someone else's misunderstanding of whole life insurance. So there are a lot of these big voices and big names that say things that maybe they don't know what they don't know, but also maybe they think they know something and it's just not so. It's misunderstood. And that's why I think this series is so relevant, covering the myths and the mysteries and the misconceptions about this, because when I was exposed to infinite banking, I had whole life insurance. We had a policy on me, policy on my wife, Policy on our first son because he'd he'd already been born. We had a policy from a mutual life insurance company, whole life products on each of us. Notice I didn't I didn't say permanent insurance. I said we had whole life insurance on all three of us from a mutual company. But but those policies were not properly structured for the infinite banking concept. Those policies were not able to receive the significant premiums. And when I say significant, that's going to be relative. I'm saying significant for us from our first policy, IBC style policy, 
we picked a significant portion of our income to go towards that policy. That's not the case when folks are getting the lowest amount of premium possible for the greatest amount of coverage on a whole life insurance product to own it in the traditional sense. Okay. But I think that's so interesting looking back that we had a whole life policy on each of us with a mutual company, but then I began to understand more about how that was inefficiently structured, not with a company who understood infinite banking. And of course those policies were not with an agent. I mean, nobody wants to be in a position where they're trying to educate an agent or an advisor on what they need and how to do it. And, and that's that's where I was. So nothing against, I mean, we have our car insurance, we have home insurance, we, 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 we enjoy insurance. And insurance as an industry and a space is very honorable. And insurance agents, I think, are providing one of the greatest financial services and some of the greatest financial products that there are in the world. And, and I consume that and I appreciate that. But when I wrapped my mind around becoming my own banker, I knew that we needed properly structured whole life policies with mutual companies that pay dividends and had done so for over 100 plus years. Okay, We needed IBC style policies and that's what we decided to do. So if you're still vetting this infinite banking concept, I hope that me sharing my story and some professional insight in this particular series on the myths, mysteries, and misconceptions around whole life insurance and the infinite banking concept, I hope it's been helpful to you. If you have additional questions, you can put those in the comment section. Or, of course, if you'd like to talk about what it could look like for you to implement infinite banking in your household, in your business, and in your investing, whatever it is that you're already doing. Then, of course, you can watch my free presentation on our website, and my calendar link is also on our website where we could talk through those questions and concerns. You can find me at DurhamTalents.com. This has been a great pleasure for me. I look forward to that next conversation. Hope you have a great day. Take care. Whole life takes forever before you even go cash on cash. Still love you, Dave. All I can think of is Pinocchio's nose getting bigger every time that he tells a lie.